Hi, I'm Reese Darby, and you're listening to showbizmonkeys.com. Around this town, I'm The first thing I want to ask you is anytime I get to talk to a comedian that's more physical and really uses their body, mm. it's not just straight stand-up, do you have a pre-show ritual to make sure you don't hurt yourself? Yeah, or? I mean, I just do stretches, absolutely. Yeah. I stretch and uh, you have to, mm -hmm. um, but that's, that's, all I, that's really all I do. I don't do any special prayers or anything. Not even for, <laughs> not even for all the sound effects and stuff. Oh no, I don't even really do much of a, a vocal warm up, but I do uh, have to make sure that my voice is okay. So that's that happens all throughout the day and mm -hmm. leading up to any shows, drinking special teas and taking lozenges and things like that. Make sure the voice is is good because otherwise I just can't I can't hit those highs. Yeah. I've heard a lot about um, drinking flat Coke beforehand oh, wow. that like coats your throat That's so you don't hurt it before. Apparently it's an old opera trick that George Carlin used oh, to flat do. Flat Coke. Oh, I'll remember that. Don't blame me if it goes okay. horribly wrong. What about wrong? Pepsi? Test it. <laughs> Not as Never good. Never <laughs> Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. Something terrible happens. Okay. Um, I was just wondering, because you're a dad, have you taught your kids any of the sound effects or can they do it on their own? Uh, yeah, I kind of, I haven't really sat them down and gone through it with them. Um, okay, this is, uh, this is, you must learn this. Mm -hmm. uh, you've come of age. Um, but they do, they do watch some of my stand-up and they do copy me. Especially the, yep. the young seven-year-old. He, he likes to do some of the beatboxing stuff. And uh, yeah, he, he's got some of the noises down already. Oh really? Yeah. That's so neat. Does it drive your wife nuts yes. on occasion? Yeah, she's yeah, she can't stand any of the noises. So uh, <laughs> we're getting yelled at all the time. <laughs> so again, because you're not straight stand up. Uh, last night, what I saw, I would lean towards like a one man show, mm. fringe kind of vibe, which is very neat. And and you got a standing ovation. So yeah, congratulations on that. But. Uh, now that you're living in the States, do you find you need to tailor your act or market yourself a different way? Because like Canada, we still mm. have a fringe history and see all the stuff coming over from the UK. But uh... No, because I mean, in the States, predominantly, I'm there acting and doing my TV and film acting roles. So mm -hmm. I don't do a lot of stand up there. But when I do do it, um, I... I, I do what I do and you know the audience just um, go with it and, and generally you know it's fans turning up anyway they're used to what I'm doing mm -hmm. um, and if and if they're not used to it then I guess it's a it's a point of difference for them and and, and they'll like the the no novelty of it probably refreshing yeah yeah exactly because I'm not certainly not going to stand there and just be like every other American comic and and you know moan about well, the government or whatever they do I, I'm gonna do what I do um, and as long as I, you know, use words that they can understand, then that's it. Yeah. Stick to your guns. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. You're known for Flight of the Concords, mm -hmm. obviously. I just had a question as a fan. When you did the radio series, Murray's name wasn't yeah. Murray. Why did they switch it for TV? Uh, because the BBC owned that production. So when they went to America, 
they didn't want to have any issues with character names and things like that with BBC jumping in and going, hey, this is our show. You can't. Okay. Yeah. So just for for those for those reasons, they changed the name of the character. Did you prefer a name? Uh, I well, I love Murray now. Yeah. So what they did was they took two All Blacks, uh, you yeah. know, New Zealand rugby players, and they put their names together. Um, well, Hewitt. There was someone Hewitt, and there was someone Murray. I can't. I'm not a big rugby enthusiast. I think mm-hmm. I don't know whose whose idea. I might have been. I can't remember. One of them. One of them did it. And they put those together, and it just came out. There's a very quintessential sounding New Zealand name, and the the previous name which I came up with mm-hmm. uh, because it was my character. I just Brian. I, I think is a, a great name for a manager. It's a. It's a. Um, there's been a lot of famous uh, Brian managers, mm-hmm. and I don't know where Nesbit came from. I just I like the sound of it. So yeah, that that's a that is a good fan question. I also noticed when researching, there's a lot of fan photos of them dressed up and dressing up their kids as you for Halloween. Really? Have you seen? Uh, as Murray Hewitt? Yes, mean? as Murray Yeah, Hewitt. I've seen a few back in the day. I haven't seen kids dressed up as, <laughs> as, as Hewitt. It's really? pretty adorable. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, I, you haven't had like a narcissism moment of dressing your kids up as you for Halloween? No. Just to see? No, I yeah. haven't, no. <laughs> That's good. That's healthy. Yeah. Dress up like one of yeah. my characters. Come on. <laughs> um, you were in the army. Mm-hmm. Uh, and unless my information is completely wrong, you did uh, Morse code work. That's right. Did Would you say you took any of that over to comedy other than the sound effects? Um, I definitely took some of the characterizations and the authority uh, from the army into mm-hmm. my comedy um, and the self-discipline of... of uh, getting up and, and doing your own thing and, and um, not stop until you achieve something from my military background. But uh, yeah, other than that, that was that was really it. I mean, I, cert- I mean, I tr- I've done a bit of Morse code comedy, <laughs> and I do tell stories about my army life in my comedy. Um, but really, when I was in the army, I was I was being a comedian as well. That's one of the reasons I had to leave. I was as I, I was making people laugh and wasn't really taking it seriously. Oh, okay. Enough. Yeah. My grandfather used to do that for the railroad. Oh, really? And so I know when I was a kid, when my grandparents wanted to have a private conversation in front of me, he would <sighs> tap on the table really? to my grandmother. So he taught her a little oh, bit. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Another interesting thing is you summited Mount Kilimanjaro. Mm, that's right. Point? Yeah. Uh, that was for it was for charity okay. yep and i nearly died yeah. i was i was ill at the time uh I, when i say ill i just had a sore throat mm-hmm. so nothing major nothing that we you would normally but then there was a sign halfway up the mountain that said if you've got a sore throat do not go any higher but i kept going um because i just didn't want to let down the charity yeah and um i got there but I nearly died. It was. It was. I would never climb another mountain again in my life. I've said that, and that, like a months later, I got a phone call. Please do Everest for an- oh, wow. <laughs> for another charity. And uh, I love, you know, obviously, you know, doing charity work. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, enough's enough. Writing a check is safer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If only you'd known about the flat coke thing before yeah. you climbed the mountain. Absolutely. I have also heard rumblings on the internet that there's a Flight of the Concord season three that they're working on. Oh. First I've heard. Really? Yeah. Okay. 
I'm kind of known in the Toronto improv community of doing like the worst intros for other stand-ups oh, okay. where like, my information's all wrong. So I was really interested to see what would go horribly off on this. The other thing I heard is, are you working on a spin-off series from what we do in the shadows called We Are Wolves? Or is that just... That's... Well, no, that would be another movie. That would be... That would be the yeah the sequel movie that we've we've definitely talked about that. Okay. Uh, but uh, since since we've put that out there, Tyke has been real busy mm. making Thor, and and he's been on that for like ten years, feels like. So I have no idea if that's ever going to happen. Uh, other than yeah, that would be a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. I I want that to happen very badly. I love that film. Same. Yeah. You were just in the new Jumanji movie mm-hmm. that's coming out. And uh, The Rock is talking about running for president in 2020. Did you see anything that was particularly presidential? Or did you start sneaking him ideas at all? Uh, I had a few meetings with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because I, I know he's, he's an optimistic guy. Mm-hmm. He's a, um, he, I mean, let's face it, he could probably get far. People do what The Rock says. People listen to Dwayne, yeah, and and I could be like a kind of a buddy, you know, like his kind of running mate, kind of, you know, have a file, uh, organize the meetings, uh, do a bit of security for him. So I felt like, uh, and this is something I want to maybe um, rub up against him with a bit more in the future, maybe at the premiere, remind him because I haven't seen him since the shooting. Okay. He's so busy, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he does. All right, I mean, the world's so weird now. Why not? Was there anything in particular you'd like to see him do? Yeah, I think just sort of undo everything Trump's done. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Is there anything you're obsessed with in life that has nothing to do with comedy that you just like to talk about? Well, cryptozoology would be my would be my other thing. Okay. Which is the study of uh, you know hidden animals. So I've been kind of doing that a lot on the side. I have a podcast uh, called The Cryptid Factor, and we research news stories about creatures that may or may not exist, and eyewitness accounts of things, not just your standard Bigfoot or Loch Ness Monster, but anything weird, uh, lizard men, uh, creatures from another realm, you know, uh, ropin, which are giant pterodactyl creatures, Mongolian death worms, things that people... Uh, throughout cultures and, and history have, have seen and I just love the idea that these things might exist and I love adventure so I love the idea of looking for these things or talking to, pe- to people who believe in these things so that's that's kind of a hobby I have. Showbizmonkeys.com